Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Got my worms. Mmm. Yes, gummy worms. Oh man, I want gummy worms. Mm, so good. I got a whole bag. Ooh, yum. Oh my <laughs> god. <gasps> Look at you go. You said you got to die before a wedding. Not in COVID. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Are we going to talk about this book? We're going to talk about this book. Okay. So let's jump in. Hello. Hi. I'm Brittany. I'm Brad. And we are Audio Show. Oh my God. I'm so excited <laughs> because you know what? <laughs> I love when we disagree. I know. <laughs> because it makes for good TV. It does. It does. It really does. All right. So this book is um, Sister Dear. Mm-hmm. As you can tell, as, as you can tell behind Brittany and the book, and it's written by Hannah Mary McKinnon. Mm-hmm. And we listened to the audiobook, which was narrated by our girl, Lauren Ezzo. Lauren Ezzo. Ooh. Oh. So let's talk about the audiobook first. Yes. And then let's dive into the story. Well, do we want to talk about what the book is even about? Sure. When Eleanor Hardwick's beloved father dies, her world is further shattered by a gut-wrenching secret. The man she's grieving isn't really her dad. Eleanor was the product of an affair, and her biological father is still out there. (laughs) I tried to rhyme. Out there somewhere. (laughs) Um, living blissfully with his family that he chose. Mm. With her personal life spiraling, a desperate Eleanor seeks him out, leading her to uncover another branch of her, her family tree, an infuriatingly enviable half-sister. Mm-hmm. So that is what the story's about. Oh, God, yes. So let's talk about Lauren Ezzo and her narration. Lauren Ezzo, fabulous as ever it was a beautiful narration i loved it her voice was perfect for this amazing the the tension that was built throughout the novel between the different characters you felt it like she was like you know she was arguing with each other with herself and 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 she was just so like emotion uh, like full of emotion yeah and she was so rich sounding like it just it fit in with this like debutante-esque high society characters that she was reading for. But then also she kind of dives into that. Like, what was that? That'd be big brother 23 in here. <laughs> Where were we? So oh then God. she kind of, is that a ring doorbell? It is. This is asinine. Asinines. So Lauren Ezzo, even that vulnerability with Eleanor. Oh my God. You, you felt so bad for her. And <sighs> like, she was just so, she was spiraling. She was spiraling. Eleanor had a life. Her mom was a jerk face. Her sister was a bigger jerk face. And then everybody else in her life just cast her aside. Always. Mm. Oh my God. And I also loved how she was, chunky yeah Eleanor was a a chunky girl and I was like really feeling that because I was just like oh my god I see myself in Eleanor in that way she was real Mm -hmm. 
and she was someone that you could like root for and yes. get behind. So Lauren Ezra did great. Yeah. I listened to this book on two speed. I will be honest. I got it done real quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I did 1.5. Because Lauren, that's the best thing about Lauren is that you can listen to her at any speed. And it's just like the diction's there, the clearness, the conciseness Mm -hmm. of her voice. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. And I almost think that like 1.0 speed does a disservice to her because it's like, slow her down and it just feels so sleepy yes and i just i just like her at higher speeds which means you get your books done quicker yep you do lauren is there for you she's got your back i got this book done like four hours yes absolutely crazy so good anyway are we ready to talk about the content like let's talk about the content the things that we didn't agree with okay so I will say, first off, before Brad tries to paint me as the evil stepmother in Snow White. I would never. Oh, uh, uh, I liked 98% of this book. Yes. I really, I loved it. I was there. It had me hooked. I finished this in a day because I was just so into the novel. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't like and what will subsequently make me shove this book is the final 2%. I am a big old pessimist. I find no silver linings in anything ever in the world. But what I don't like in my books is defeatism Mm -hmm. and our main character being beat down consistently at every turn all the time and the ending ending like it ended. Mm -hmm. So, And obviously we won't talk about the ending. No, we will not. Because this is a spoiler-free episode. Yes, it will. But for me, I enjoyed 100% of the book, which is a close, it's close to 98%. So I enjoyed 100% of the book just because I felt like Eleanor was someone you root for and that you wanted her to do well, but she was also digging herself into a hole sometimes. Like she was taking pictures of people. You shouldn't be taking pictures of people. That's what I tell myself every day. And you know... It, it, I like I like what you said about the defeatism because like I didn't I didn't see it that way because in a way she could have turned around and like her her biological father was like I don't want nothing to do with you and she could have been like you know what screw you dude but you knowing the psychology behind people and the the mental aspects of just wanting to be loved and after having someone who is so mentally and emotionally mm-hmm. abused by their mother and then their only confidant dying that is guaranteed mm. to send her into some sort of spiral. And yeah. it did. The thing I don't agree with though about this book and what it like did was the tagline on the front. Like uh, she would she would kill to be her. That was a little misleading. I, I will tell you that 98% of the book, I thought this was basically yet another talented Mr. Ripley kind of spinoff or not spinoff, but like kind of replica. Or social creatures, and or that um, E. Lockhart book, um, genuine fraud. Like I was like, oh, it's it's one of those books. They basically, con- you know, take over the life of that person that they're becoming obsessed over, and so that's what I thought it was going to be. But it wasn't, thank God, because I feel like there's too many of them. I, I literally listed off like four books, like uh-huh. you know, with that same kind of storyline. So I was glad that it wasn't, but I did get that feel throughout the whole book, and that's what the tagline to me said they said she'd kill to be her see 50 percent of the way through the book for me eleanor said something that gave me the impression that she would never 
hurt or attempt to do that to Victoria, her mm. half sister. Mm -hmm. So then I just, from that point on, I was like, this, this tagline is like completely misleading because mm -hmm. knowing Eleanor and like growing with Eleanor through this book, mm -hmm. like you, you get to that halfway point and there's just a little tiny thing that she says that it's just like, this girl is not out to destroy anybody. She's just mm -hmm. really, really seeking acceptance and love and family, which I think is like the reason why it just, it really like broke my heart at the end and why I don't end up liking this book because- It was, it was a redheaded herring. It like, was, it was you huge. Wanted, you wanted to paint her this picture of this psychotic sociopath Mm -hmm. Not even sociopath, because there was no Eleanor. I would not consider a sociopath. But yeah, I, just someone snapping. Snapping. She was. She was. She was vulnerable to like these big truth bombs that were being dropped on her. Mm -hmm. And we can only take so much as humans. So you, I think the tagline and like the story, all of it leading up was leading up to this big reveal that Eleanor was like gonna snap and kill someone, specifically her sister. So like I was waiting for it. Because I thought I've seen it before in other books. Right. But uh, I, I get it. Like, I get it. It's, I think, yeah. this, I think this is one of those books that you're, you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. Yeah. I don't know if there is. I didn't. I don't think there is no in between. I don't think there is either because it is very, like, polarizing. Mm hmm I think that we, the thing that we both can agree on, whether we liked it or not, is that this book is very unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Like, I did not see that ending coming and it was definitely it wasn't the ending that i wanted but it was also i to me it felt like the ending that needed to happen i just wanted like one punch to the face one, just and one then i and then i would have been effing happy like i swear yeah. to god i would have been content because if you think about it, the wives, the wives, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ended the wives in, was exactly like this. Ended in this way. But, but I, I was satisfied. I was left. She got that so punch. good. She got that like ass whooping. Mm -hmm. She served them with what she needed to do, and then she was gone. She was checked into a hospital, and that was that. Bye. But yeah. So, and then even just like even the beginning with the lawyer. Like, you're like, at least someone's going to be in her corner at the end of this. Laughable. Laughable. <laughs> but uh, I just, and you know me, I'm, I'm sick, I'm twisted. I know, I know. You I love, love villains. You love villains. I but love this was, villains. This was like, I can get behind a good villain. Like, I can get behind if our main character was like villainess and... Mm -hmm. And doing like bad things, like I can get behind that. I can mm -hmm. I can get behind a book that's like showing us the the evil mentality of our bad guy. Mm -hmm. This but one was I, just evil. This one was just just so. And then Lewis at the end, like the 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 man in the book that is like a part that, of Eleanor's life. I that was just very... pissed me off. <laughs> it did. It did. It made me so angry. I was like, come on. I exactly. The whole time that they were like doing these like little tiny micro reveals at the very end, I sat there and I was like, come on. Like literally. And it's funny because Eleanor wanted everything that she never could have. Mm -hmm. And in the end, the person that had everything got everything. Like mm -hmm. they literally had everything. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. But I think because I hated how it, 
Eleanor ended up being mm-hmm. was the reason why I liked it. I know, yeah, I think you hated the ending, but that's what made you like the book as a whole. Because I was so, I think something that made me like slap me in my face. Damn. Oh. God, calm down, Moira. Sorry, I wanted the sound effect. <laughs> we can do that in post. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want it slapped me in my face and I was just like, holy crap, you got me. Mm-hmm. Like I got got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I just don't like leaving a book that is like simultaneously ambiguous mm-hmm. towards the end. And then also just completely like my foot is on your neck and you are not getting up again. Like yeah. that is just like, I don't know. It feels so defeated. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't like that. The world right now is completely and utterly defeated in itself. And I, I just need a little hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was literally no hope, like yeah. none. So if she wrote, a, if she wrote a sequel to this that was uh-huh. like five years in the future, and Eleanor is amongst the free people, got out on good, pro, good, uh, good behavior. Yeah, if she's out there, and then we can get our retribution, then fantastic. I will read that, but I right now cannot mm. recommend this one. But we do have this. The writing style is. Oh my God. So the writing good. is beautiful. The writing, it's Hannah Mary McKinnon. Hannah like, Mary McKinnon. It's gorgeous and it's perfect. And it's just, it it's literally so. Just, it, it consumes you mm-hmm. and then makes you like live in this little cave mm-hmm. in your body. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's like dripping things and you're just kind of like with a blanket and you're like, I am cold, but I want to keep reading. Oh my God. God, it just I don't know why the first thing I thought of when you said dripping things was toaster waffles. Oh. But it was. And now I want some. Strudels? No. Those frozen waffles from Ego. Lego my Ego. Lego my Ego. That's exactly what Eleanor was saying to Victoria the entire time. Was Lego my Ego? Yeah. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Basically. Bitch had all the egos. Eleanor was the Lego to Victoria's ego. (laughs) (laughs) She was. But yeah, Hannah Mary did a phenomenal job with the writing. Just Mm -hmm. always, 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 always. And it's just, it's such a good book that I can say if you are like Brad, you will love and you will enjoy. Mm -hmm. And I will recommend it to people like Brad. Unfortunately, I only know one person like Brad and it's Brad. If you're sick and twisted, if you're sick and twisted. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Such a a good debate that we've had. And we've also talked about this a lot. Oh yeah. In our our Instagram stories and in text and in person. And so Mm -hmm. like we have had a lot of discussion, which is really phenomenal to think of one book can do that. Yeah. That is the beauty of this book as well, is that it brings up a lot of discussion. Yes. And just a lot of like heartbreak. Mm Mm-hmm. Ugh, the, the similar things that we feel, though, is that poor Eleanor. Yes, poor Eleanor. She was like literally the victim of all victims. So she's so, I think that was the other problem. <laughs> that she was so victim-y. Uh, everything. She was victim. She was yelled at for everything. She was, and her mother, like her mother, <laughs> her biological mother was such a, see you next Tuesday, folks. She was a sociopath. Well, can I, let me ask you a question. So in the back of the book is a list of discussion questions, which I, which I feel like more books should have. Oh, like, I think 
a lot of books have them, but like more books should have them. Mm-hmm. And the question said, what did this question say? Victoria and Eleanor both seem to turn out like their mothers, uh. whether, whether they wanted to or not. Might this be inevitable? Do you think socio- sociopathy runs into either of the families? And if so, what are, your base, what are you basing this, that observation on? I disagree with Eleanor ending up like her mother completely. Mm-hmm. I agree with Victoria ending up like her mother, but I disagree. I think Victoria ended up like her biological mom and Eleanor's mom, who she had never known. Correct. And Eleanor was just out there like, I'm just trying to forge ahead and be the light that I never had in growing up to someone Mm -hmm. else. You know, like Mm -hmm. she was trying to do everything different. Yes, she had moments of questioning of like, is this what my mother was like? Like, maybe I am like my mother. Mm -hmm. But there was never any concrete evidence that she was as heinous as her bitch of a mother. Oh my God, that woman. I have never hated someone in a book so much she was next level and it's funny because she was like i agree she is nothing eleanor is nothing like her biological mother because number one the biological mother got slept with and she took the money and ran Mm -hmm. took eleanor's money took eleanor's money and ran eleanor was like no like i am coming to you because i want a relationship and i'm not going to give up Mm -hmm. and she was very persistent and that was something that i feel like eleanor's mom biological mother was not she mm-hmm. should have got him for more money that's let's be real but no mm-hmm. she had to be a little snide snickering little bitch as soon as she saw a hundred thousand she was like Pew! tasmanian devil out of there she could have got two hundred thousand three hundred thousand a million yes but baby's anyway. baby's worth that i think yes maybe <laughs> <laughs> i know our dogs are <laughs> uh, yeah a dog is worth that, which means a baby is worth that. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. So, I think in conclusion, this is a book where you're either going to love it or hate it. Brittany hated it. I loved it. You liked 98% of it. Yes. Don't paint me as a villain. No, you are not a villain. <laughs> you are not the villain. And I think that I would shelf this 100%. Mm-hmm. And, and you already heard from me. I would yes. shelf it. So, thank you for listening to our review of this book. Yes. If you have listened or read Sister Gear by Hannah Mary McKinnon, please comment down below or follow us on our various social medias. We are on Twitter at Audio Shelf Me, Instagram at Audio Shelf Me, and Facebook at Audio Shelf. And make sure if you do pick up a copy of this book, go to the back. Go to the back. In the acknowledgement section, you're going to see our name. <laughs> yes, you will. You will see it. Isn't mm. that crazy? Because we stand Hannah Mary McKinnon. We do. Yes. And if you would like more of these videos, and if you like this one, please give us a thumbs up and a like. And hit that subscribe button to get more videos. So until next time, bye. bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest books and topics for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. 